Hello and welcome to a very special part one episode of that Parkway podcast. Christmas special. Um, I have to say, I don't know why, but there was a lot of bass in that. Like I was like, mm, I'm about to get into it. And then you're like, we're introing. I'm like, all right, well, all right, there goes my dance party. Um, Merry Christmas, everyone. Yeah. Happy holidays. Whatever holiday you celebrate. Yes. I always like to say Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, yes. all the things. Um, I have a fun story to share. Okay. Morning. So I got the best Christmas present today. So um, I was sitting in the living room this morning. Sorry, I have a heroin tongue. You have heroin on your tongue? I have a hair on my oh, tongue. Oh, gosh. Okay. Very different. Um, I was sitting in the living room, and all of a sudden, Doug gets up and he puts one of our dogs away because she's like our crazy dog. So when people come over, and I'm like, what are you doing? And he was like, don't worry about it. You'll want this to happen. And I was like, okay. <laughs> um, and so I was like thinking about it. And all I could think of was like, someone's coming over. And then like literally a second later, I hear the car door outside. Hmm. And I'm like, okay. Santa. So I get up and look and I immediately start crying like a baby because no. it's my best friend who is a missionary in Tunisia. Oh, no. And came home a couple of days ago. And like, I literally was like Marco Poloing with her. I had no <laughs> idea. So she walks up. I just like immediately start crying. Like, yeah. I just was like after this year and not, I haven't seen her in over a year. Oh, so. my goodness. Um, so it was the best ever. Um, I was like, I'm so sorry. So we're both crying. We're like hugging each other crying. Um, so it was just a really great surprise. But I don't remember what episode it was, but I was telling you about my Star Wars robe. Okay. There is a place called Tozer, Tunisia. And in the desert of Tunisia, there's a lot of different... Um, places where they filmed star Wars, like back in like the first star Wars that came out. Um, and Tozer is one of those places. And Tozer is actually the place where they got the idea for the robes. Like the directors and writers and stuff went to this place, um, to like, te- you know, to check it out or whatever. And everybody was wearing these robes. Like it's a normal thing for people to have these there. And so she got me one when she went there. Cause they went to go do some stuff, some missionary stuff there. Um, and she was like, yeah, like everyone was wearing these robes. And then they, they did this. She actually did a star Wars tour. So she actually went to a lot of the places where they filmed. Um, like one of the main ones was, uh, forgive me. I can't think of the like moon or whatever that it was, on, but it was like where Luke Skywalker's aunt and uncle lived like that, that first, those like first shots of him there. Um, but anyways, so she had this robe for me and she's had it like, since she did that, like over a year ago. And so she brought it and y'all it's legit like it's like embroidered like I thought it was just gonna be like t-shirt material and it would go over no it's super thick um it has like all these like embroidered things on it it I mean it looks legit does it not Greg it's totally legit it looks like super comfy you had your hood up like you're gonna attack somebody yes it's legit so I was like I'm gonna wear this because it's cold here and she's like oh I wear mine all the time like when it's cold (laughs) I mean and you could get them in different colors like she um, there was like a few different colors you could get them in, but I was like, I mean, I want the Star Wars brown, obviously. Yeah. 
um i'll try to post i'll try to take a picture of it yes so you can we can post it on our account i'm telling y'all these are like they're legit it is the, legit. Um, there's like a cool little thing on the hood um i don't know i was just really excited because you I was should like, be the rope and when she handed it to me i'm like this thing is like five pounds like, it probably weighs about five pounds because oh it goes to the floor um but super warm it was the best christmas ever and now guess what what it's your turn to it open your present. It is my turn. So um, you've been teasing me with this gift that's been sitting here, mocking me, winking at me, calling my name, and I'm I haven't been able nervous. to open it. I'm kind of nervous what your reaction is going to be, but we'll just see. We'll okay. just see. So, uh, are, you just... like, hold on. are you an awkward present opener? Oh, like... absolutely. Nicole hates giving me gifts because okay. I don't react. So here you go, podcast. <laughs> All right, hold on. It's in a bag. Oh, hold on. There's a little okay. like piece of paper. Oh, it's a T-shirt because it's from Tee Public. Yeah. I'm not going to read you the description. Know, yeah, it says Tee Public. Did it not say Tee Public on the outside? I didn't really look. Um, oh, okay. It says from an independent artist, fourth floor of the building I came from. Great. And here's Great. my address. One. No, okay. Uh, so <laughs> it's a bag. Let's see. It's it actually says, the color shirt. Sure it's a Christmas shirt. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> it is a light blue shirt. And it says, may all your Christmases be white. And, of course, B is spelled B-E-A, as in B. Arthur from the Golden Girls. And white is for Betty White. And then on the front of the uh, shirt is pictures of both B. Arthur and Betty White. And this is my new favorite Christmas shirt, so thank you. Oh, my gosh. You're you're very welcome. How soft is it? Because I wasn't sure about the about – the... It's uh, Bella and Canvas, so they're, they're generally pretty okay. soft. This is soft. And, of course, Nicole, I'm sure when you ran this by her – or maybe you didn't, but uh, just I to – I was going to get. Yeah. She picked the color. She... Well, I had like three color options, and she was like, "Go with the blue." Yes. Which is great because he's literally wearing our podcast shirt right now. You can't see this, but it's the same color blue. Yes. Um, Do you love it? Yes, you'll see. You'll you. Everyone listening will definitely see me in the shirt the week this episode airs because I have Christmas things to do, so I'll be recording myself. Um. Also, she was very funny about the size, so I hope it's okay. (laughs) Yes. Is it the if Greg stops eating cake, he'll fit into this. If he doesn't, maybe get one size. I mean, it was like he's kind of in between, but I'm like, okay. Yes. Um good yay oh gosh, i'm well, so excited i was like i really want you to have time to wear this and you can't really wear it after so yeah uh, i um you know i just want to thank you for all the stuff you do because you do a lot for our pod and oh um gosh. you deserve all the things so. um i got you a episode full of our previous guests you brought me some, you brought me some things when i saw you you yes. got me you brought me a mug um and some other haunted mansion things yeah There's you got some stuff there. You're always giving me just, goodies, so you know, I'm just a gift 24/7. If you especially if you ask my wife. Um, so this is face. thank you. Um, this is a, a great episode, I think. So this is part one of two. So on this episode, you'll hear about half of our um, guest interviews that we did. So we did this last year. We're doing it again this year, bringing back our guests we had throughout the year, catching up with them, and sort of a where are they now? The guests of that Park Life podcast 2020. Yeah, and we're playing a fun little game with them. Uh, yes. The two truths and a lie. I wanted to like kind of know some fun information and play a little game with everyone. You know, Greg loves his games. Now yes. it's not a like game show game, but that's actually been fun to kind of learn some new facts about people because yeah, you learn new things. Yes. So I guess without further ado, let's jump into some interviews. You may remember our next guest. Uh, his name is Andy. He came to us from Flame Tree Barbecue. So of course, he was a cast member. I'll jog your memory a little bit. He uh, loves a little mermaid, and if you follow him on Instagram, you probably already know that. Uh, welcome back, Andy. Ah, uh, who is this Andy you speak of? <laughs> Why, I'm Mickey Mouse, and it's great to be back. I just love you guys, Greg. <laughs> 
And Beth, you guys are the greatest. But this Andy fellow you're speaking of, gosh, wish I knew him, but I don't know. Why, thanks, Mickey. You know, oh, I don't mention it, pal. I just love to introduce you. Okay, thank you, Mickey. Oh, can I keep going? Uh, in a minute, Mickey. I'm, I'm just, okay. Sorry, Mickey, Sorry, Mickey, geez, loves, to, Mickey loves to talk. It's almost like someone pays him in cheese to talk. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Seeing your face, I feel like all I can remember is you you dressing up as the Little Mermaid for your um your Disney run, your run Disney experience. I think like that's the, um, all that's like burned in my brain. Oh man, a lot of people have been like saying they can't get that image out of the head of me in a red wig with a purple yeah. shirt on. Legit, with like that's what I remember. On, you know. Oh my gosh, um, I appreciate you doing a voice right off the bat because I remember you you did some voices. I remember you doing Mickey on our last uh, episode with you and. I'm sure you do some other voices, so I want to put you on the spot for a moment. What are some, you actually did Donald Duck during that episode too, by the way? So. I can't even oh do gosh. it. What was that? Hold on, I have to. Whoops. Donald Duck was getting a text message during that. Yeah. Yeah, blo- uh, blooper reel. Cut that out. Um, that was my. Email. I forgot the sign. That I just sounds like you're gonna make a cat very angry. <laughs> um, Who else do but, you do? Like, what are some of your go-to voices? Yeah, what are, well, I, I can do Goofy's laugh. Um, I can't do Goofy's voice, but I can do his laugh. Gorge. <laughs> and then for all you Alice in Wonderland fans out there, I'm very I'm very well known to do the Bad Hatter. Oh, yes, the Walrus and the Carpenter. That's a lovely story that Tweedledee and Tweedledum always tell over tea time. However, we never invite them to tea because they always put the jam in the butter and the butter in the jam. And then it's always their unhappy birthday, which I I simply can't stand and Alice oh good golly gosh she's always late so I can't always and then um I kind of wish that that was your real voice <laughs> <laughs> maybe no this, this is my real voice um well then um Hannah means Tonstotsnaga Bang this is my family you can't replace your Hannah your Hannah is very important to you so that is good you're listening to me, Greg and Beth. You're not <laughs> Do you have animals? Because I feel like if you had a cat or a dog, they'd be like, what? I'm not a pet person right now. I, okay. I'm just so busy with work and yeah. stuff. I, um, you know, with work being at, you know, working for Disney, it takes, it, you know, I'm very busy. And especially, yeah. you know, I'm very, th- I'm very thankful. Um, I'm just been super busy lately mm-hmm. with work and uh, family. And with the holidays approaching, it has just been so busy. And I'm just... You know, surprised I'm still standing, but I'm, you know, very thankful on many accounts, but mm-hmm. I am so busy. I think a pet is the last. Maybe I could get a goldfish. That's yes. about but Low I, maintenance. I'm not for a dog. Yeah, super low or maintenance. A cat. So, Andy, since we last talked, I think when we did talk, so your episode came out in July, and it was like the middle of July. So it would have been probably oh, I right. I can't believe it. I know. That was almost five months ago, basically. Yeah. Um, yeah. At that point, the parks were just reopening. And at yes. that time, right. the attendance was like bare minimum, right? I mean, like, it was no, before people were coming. Yeah, no it, one was it, there. It was like a ghost town. The first day I came into work, actually, I'll be honest with you, when I first came back to work, my whole body felt like a train wreck because mm-hmm. after being a couch potato <laughs> for four months, I literally was get. I felt like the Tin Man getting re-oiled coming back <laughs> out, like after being rusted. And I, I was getting back, getting my mojo back. And after a week or so, I was back in the group. But like you said, I was just so. I was just jaw dropped about how empty the yeah. parks were, and now they're just like super packed because yeah, everyone right loves Disney. They love the holiday. It's just been one whirlwind of a 
a change one minute they're empty and the next minute boom they're they're, they're busy yeah and it's strange because you know the the park capacity still is only at 35 percent but even in in the park where you work not everything is open right so not every you you are a quick service right you're at flame tree barbecue so yeah, you probably see still flame street barbecue is still up and running as yeah. usual it's amazing and um the the only quick service restaurant i believe that is uh, down right now to my knowledge is pete safari that's yes. being there's a cooling station where um guests can go and like relax they can sit down take their mask off and just enjoy that ac goodness yes um so Tula's is still open restaurant source is still open amazing enough and we, yeah we harambe just, market just reopened in the last like maybe yeah you know, two weeks they just or got open too i love their food too harambe market has such a great selection of foods i don't go to animal kingdom often like on special occasions even though i work there animal kingdom i go to it from time to time but it's just not my favorite favorite but i know Har i remember the last time i had harambe market food it was really great okay they had that barbecue it was good i i recommend all the the restaurants at so you work at flame tree you see the food pass by you all day long what is your what's your go-to dish at flame tree what's what is the thing you recommend to guests must i always tell i love telling you this story <laughs> the, the whole pork mac and cheese is oh, just yeah. the greatest greg did you have that when you came no recently? so um i don't know if i i'm sure i told you about but i don't know if i told everyone that i had the distinct pleasure of meeting andy in person the yes, other day when exactly. I went to Flame Tree Barbecue for the first time. I was I was working and then I hear this beautiful voice come up to me. <laughs> Andy Bond, is that you? And I'm like, Fred? What are you doing? I'm like, welcome to my world. And I'm like I do this thing and it's really corny and I should stop doing it. But whenever I see someone in person for the first time who I've only talked to virtually, I do this thing, I put my hand over my chest as if I've just seen a ghost or a celebrity. I'm like, Andy <laughs> Bond, is that you? <laughs> Only two celebrities are you and um, Beth right now. Look I'm just that. a humble. So, so no. I'm telling myself that, but you know, whatever. <laughs> it, it's um, the pulled pork mac and cheese. It sounds it, delicious. It's just a big I feel like you can't group. mess that up. And if you've messed it up, like, you got issues. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, kind of. I mean, like, you know, it's just you can't be beat with that mac and cheese. It's just, I believe, five different cheeses melted with the little garlic goodness added to it. And then you top it off with pulled pork, coleslaw, and two onion rings and barbecue. Is that a pretty sauce. good portion? Do you feel like it's a pretty good portion of it? See, that's the thing. And, Greg, maybe you ex you, you felt this way, too. The, the food at Flame Tree, the portions are great. They yeah. will fill you up. It's okay. not like you'll take up, you'll take, you'll eat it and then you'll be hungry. No, it actually fills you up. And when we had the pulled pork and fries on the menu before it, you know, got temporarily taken off, that was a very popular snack thing we had. And it filled people up, even if it was a snack. Yeah. So we are very well known for really going the distance on satisfying guests appetite because believe me, I've eaten there on occasion and it fills me up. Yeah. After that, I don't want to eat for another like maybe five to six hours before um, I'm ready to eat again. So it's I like, can't you say know, that. I eat every like two what? hours whether I'm hungry or not. But because I'm uh, psychotic. But I um, <laughs> I, I got the smokehouse chicken and it was the smoke mm. smokehouse chicken salad. And I want to read the ingredients because it's everything I love in a salad. Okay, everyone, listen to this. Uh, pulled chicken, great. Mixed greens. Who cares? It's the salad part. But um, it has smoked cheddar, diced Granny Smith apples, dried cranberries, cornbread croutons, and that's where they—that's where they really hooked yeah. me. Crispy yeah. onions and a barbecue ranch dressing. It's like everything I could want, oh, basically. Oh yeah, that does sound really good. And it was that's delicious. Good. And just like Annie says, portion was great, and I—I I ate two hours later. <laughs>
I know one of the things that I wanted to remind everyone when we just brought you on was that you're a fan of Little Mermaid. And in the slew yeah. of things they announced um, coming mm-hmm. to, I don't know, Disney Plus and theaters was the, well, you knew yeah. there was a remake of Little Mermaid, but you, yes. sir, you're the diehard Jodie Benson, Little Mermaid yes. fan. <laughs> what? How do you feel about a live action remake? Well, let me tell you, um, as you know, the movie means that the animated masterpiece forever holds a special place in my heart. Now, when I found out about the live action remake, I was immediately excited because I know that Disney's doing this now. You, you've seen it. They're taking the classics. So I was excited nevertheless. Uh, and when I found out who was playing Ariel, mm-hmm. Haley, and I heard her sing, I was like, I think they found someone very good to fill Jody's shoes. And, you know, Jody has some very big shoes to fill if someone's yes. going to take over the role of Ariel. Because jo- Jody will forever be Ariel to me. So when I heard Haley sing, I'm like, I think they found... And Jody, I, I know Jody's very uh, pleased too. Yeah. Um, and and then you saw on Instagram recently, they, it's official. And I, but Melissa... Uh, Melissa I, McCarthy as Ursula. He is going to be Ursula yeah. the Sea, which I thought that was a fluke, but it's official now. Yeah. No, yeah, it's going to be weird to see her as a villain. It's going to be weird to see her as a villain for sure. Yeah. Well, then again, she does have that kind of villainous thing in her voice, yeah. and you know, I don't know if you guys watch. Um, well, I know Pat. Like I said, Jodie's Ariel, Pat Carroll. Mm-hmm. Um, forever Ursula, yeah. the, the mm-hmm. which I actually just recently came into a um, autograph of hers. I fanboy expo. I now have a signed thing of Pat Carroll. I'm gonna treasure it. Um, and if you guys watch the Disney Plus Wonderful World of Mickey Mouse, I'm not trying to give any spoilers, but I will say episode five. Um, it's a roller skating uh, episode, and Pete Peglegged Pete comes in with his Beagle Boy guys, and he brings his date who is none other than Ursula the Sea Witch and Pat Carroll actually returned in wow. the credits to voice Ursula. So that was, it's just. Maybe Melissa McCarthy will just start smoking like a pack of cigarettes a day to get her voice a little bit more. Because <laughs> that's what we're all going to be looking for. That's what I'm doing. Everyone, everyone born in the eighties. You know, I am going to say this though. You know, I, when I first heard about the re- the live action remake of the little mermaid, I was fascinated about what they're going to do to do the underwater scenes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but but then here's the funny thing. It was until I saw Aquaman, the DC movie, and I saw the underwater scenes and I was impressed mm-hmm. with how they were simulating the underwater scenes. It wasn't like a green like in the old days it'd be a green. So I am very excited to see well, after seeing Aquaman those underwater scenes, I know knowing Disney, they will They'll do amazing. I am excited to see how these underwater scenes are going to look out because remember, like uh, the whole first part of the movie is underwater. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the famous part of your world scene in the grime am just, there are so many things that I'm like so excited he's for. Sw- like, he's sweating. I'm, he's look, Andy. Yeah, I'm, just, sweating down, calm, yeah. sir, I'm gonna need you to calm down. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yes, Andy, I saw you hit your two-year anniversary, your official two-year anniversary. I know that doesn't include your college program time, and that's always like a gray area thing, but your official two-year anniversary with Disney, so congrats. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yes, it's two years of magic and still going strong, and here's the rest of my life to go. Yes, really. 
All right, Andy, we've asked everyone on uh, these mini interviews to come up with either two truths and a lie or something you're looking forward to in 2021. And I believe you have something you're looking forward to. It can't be the live action mermaid. It has to be something else. <laughs> no, no, it's, it's not just the live action mermaid. Now, and I swear, Scout's Honor, this ha I'm so glad you brought that up because today I had my answer. Okay. I'm sure you saw everything that's getting released on Disney Plus, Lucas Films, Marvel. I this morning I woke up to a, a new world. <laughs> I'm seeing everything, and I'm like, just like a whole new world. A whole new world, as Jasmine and Aladdin would say. And I'm looking at all these. You know, I know Wanda Vision's coming, but there's Ironheart, She-Hulk. I'm like Obi-Wan Kenobi. This is all official, and. Yeah. 2022, we're getting a new Pixar film called Lightyear. Yes. Mm -hmm. And guess, and Chris Evans, Captain America, is taking the role of Buzz Lightyear. And I'm very excited. And Pinocchio is coming to Disney Plus with Tom Hanks in the role of Geppetto and Robert Zemeckis directing it. And those two, the chemistry that those two have, I am just, it's a Robert Zemeckis, Tom Hank's movie. I'm just. I'm yeah. like. He's sweating again. Agreed. I am, this morning I had two buckets next to my bed. I was sweating and crying. <laughs> one bucket was sweat. One bucket was tears. I couldn't help it. I was just so. I can't wait for the next year. This 2022 can leave now. I, 2020 can leave. I am ready for this He's new year. Ready. All these things on Disney Plus. Well, our time is flying by here. We're we're at our we're at our time. It's really just meant to be a a quick catch up thing. So thanks for hanging out with us for a little bit, for yeah. allowing us to catch up with you, for allowing our listeners to catch up to see what's been going on in the world of Andy. If you want to remind well, everyone where they can follow you and where they can see you and your YouTube and their your Instagram and everything. Absolutely. So you guys can find it in the description too, but my Instagram is A K B A U G H N O seven. And Greg and Beth, you guys are amazing. Thank you so much for catching up. We'll, not, we'll be seeing each other very soon. And uh, okay, fine. Yes, Mickey, you can find Mickey. You can. Okay. Yeah. Yes, okay. Please. Hold on. Mickey wants to say goodbye to everyone <laughs> as he always does. So long, everybody. See ya real soon. And remember, with just a little imagination, why we'll create a masterpiece. Bye bye now. Thank you, Mickey. Uh, oh, I love, thank I love you that. So much, Mickey, we love you. Now, does Mickey live with you? Because that's. Yeah. I feel like you've buried the lead on the headline of your life here. Like you, your roommate is Mickey. Well, you know, uh, he has a little room next to mine with uh, <laughs> a little room. <laughs> He's got a little. He's the Harry Potter of your apartment. He lives there. in Bobby's corner. Oh my gosh! When uh, Beth asked if you had any pets, your answer should have been yes. He's a mouse. He right. likes he's trees. A mouse. He's got a girlfriend, which isn't weird at all. Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> all right. Again, thanks for hanging out with us, Andy. Thanks, Andy. Love you guys. You're amazing. Anytime. I really hope that you started following our next guest. Um, once he was on here the previous time because man it's all hot dogs at disney world how could you possibly go wrong you're missing out please welcome back james hey guys hey. thank you so much welcome hey. back. greg and beth i am so happy to be uh, back on with you guys it was one yeah. of uh, actually the uh, highlights of my year was being on oh my uh, goodness. your podcast player. that was in april april 2nd is when uh, yep. so we probably chatted yeah. in late march so it yeah. was tough, tough yeah. year for hot dogs huh tough year for the hot dogs <laughs> <laughs> uh, it hasn't been the easiest year uh, yeah. to run a hot dogs at Disney account or a hot dogs on, <laughs> especially hot dogs on the People Mover because that thing's That's, been dead. I know. Uh, 
It'll be a glorious so. day. You're going to need to get a tray of hot dogs for that. And speaking of a tray of hot dogs, <laughs> uh, let's talk about your hot dog day in July where you had a tray of hot dogs. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, yes, yeah, so I built a, a tower of hot dogs uh, <laughs> for my – it was my first day back at the park, actually, after yeah. uh, uh, after the lockdown and all that. And um, I had a – you know, I had a different post planned, but that one just kind of popped in my head and um, – I remember walking through security and my uh, girlfriend was with me and I was like, man, of all days, this is the day I'm going to get busted for smuggling sausages uh, <laughs> through the front gates. But thankfully, How many uh, did you smuggle in? Uh, 16-ish? Holy. Something like that? Carry well, the 5, 16. Yeah. Oh yeah. And it's not just the hot dogs, though. It's the buns because the buns take up much more wow. room than hot dogs, right? Yeah, and the buns are the thing you have to be careful about because, you know, you if the bun gets them. compromised in any way, the, 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 <laughs> yeah. the shot is ruined. <laughs> That's right. You know um, me. I hate a compromised those, bun. How yep. many of those hot dogs did you eat that day? Oh, I, you know what? I actually ate zero hot dogs. They were just, uh, awesome. I think I told you last uh, last time, they're, uh, they're stunt dogs. Uh, <laughs> no, no. Oh, that's right. I don't know if we ever asked you this. Had you Have you ever been in a hot dog eating contest? No, never. Okay. Is that something yep. you aspire to? Because, you know, some people really aspire to do that. So You know, what's funny is I, I love Disney and I, I love hot dogs a whole lot, but I'm not, like, super obsessed with them. It's more yeah. just, I don't know. You're not, just... like, willing to get heart disease. In order to... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm comfortable with the amount of nitrates that I, I'm ingesting at the moment. Good. I wouldn't want to push that any further. Don't yeah. overdo it. I don't know, um, maybe yeah. for some Hebrew nationals. I don't know. You know, <laughs> you might change your mind if they're good enough. Are they nitrate-free? Is that why you said? Oh, I thought maybe that's why you were saying. I thought those were like the best ones. Oh, I I forget. They are they are awesome hot dogs. After I learned how like hot dogs are made, and if you don't really look at which ones you're getting, then I was like, "Mm, (laughs) probably not going to eat these ever again. Hebrew National are different because they answer to a higher power. If you don't know what I'm talking about, read the package. I have noticed some more on-ride photos you've been doing, at least Haunted yep. Mansion, which is that's a great ride in general to have props because I feel like lately I've yeah. been doing more more on-ride prop photos. So of it's course, yeah. hide, it's easy to hide props on that one until you like get into it. And- yeah, and it's great too because they take the photo like right away, and like yeah. it's, it away, it's within yeah. the first thirty seconds or a minute on that ride, and so you can get it you can get it done, and then you can actually just enjoy enjoy the, the ride. Yeah, mm-hmm. enjoy yourself. And I noticed some in-restaurant photos and stuff, too. So what has been the trickiest photo for you to get recently? I, I guess other than your, your pyramid of dogs for National Hot Dog Day <laughs> in July, um, what's what's been tricky for you? Uh, yeah, kind of like you said, anything in a restaurant is always weird uh, because uh, cast members come up to me and will ask me. Um, what the hell hey, are you doing? Yeah, yeah what, what, what's going on with the hot dog? Exactly. I did a, a Liberty Tree uh, Tavern one for for Thanksgiving, and uh, the lady came uh, up to me and was like, um, hey, so we're all wondering what is the deal with the hot dog? <laughs> and then I had to whip out my phone and be like, it's nothing weird. I'm so sorry. Like, um, you know, I've run this stupid account where I take photos of hot dogs uh, all around Disney, and it makes me happy. And that's the deal. And she's like, oh, okay. They're like, um, now I've seen everything. Yeah. Yeah. So, 
Um, like, in fact, can you hold this hot dog? I want to take a photo of you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If I was working, if I was working and I asked you what's going on with the hot dog, and you said it's nothing weird, I just run this account. I would say, no, that's still weird. I just like to know. But whatever makes but, you happy. Dude. Yes, as a as a fan of it, obviously, I I, I find that interesting. Um, this yeah. photo looks like it's in Diamond Horseshoe. Is that Overflow for uh, Liberty Tree? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was wondering like, what was going on in there. Yeah, I booked uh, a Liberty Tree, and then they walked me over, and then they gave me the, you know, sort of the uh, the story of, hey, you know, we just, we're trying to, I know you want to be at Liberty Tree Tavern, but we're all, you know, having to make sacrifices right now because of COVID, and I was like, that's fine with me, I just want to take a hot dog photo. <laughs> <laughs> they're, but they're it like, is funny. Sorry, what? You're like, this yeah. is what's getting you through COVID, okay? Leave me alone. <laughs> exactly. It's international, it answers to higher power, back off. <laughs> It is funny, uh, though, talking about uh, cast member reactions because it's split down the middle. It's either complete indifference or it's like, oh, wow, that's really awesome. Like, I'll follow your account. So it's, uh, you know, it's either uh, hot or cold. My, on, on my wife, Nicole, worked at Tusker House for a while. And I think some of her restaurant experiences will explain why a lot of the people who run into are indifferent. Because she has just seen all kinds of bodily functions <laughs> happening at the table, kids and, and adults alike. So, like, I feel like a man, as long as there's no mess, like, you're not making, I feel like they're yeah. probably just going to be like, cool, and keep moving on. I mean, my question is, how close are we to getting, like, a, like, diamond-encrusted hot dog? So you just have this one glorious hot dog that you take in the parks and take pictures with. You know what I mean? You know, that, that that's actually on my list. So I actually have a Google Doc running of, like, whenever <laughs> I get a stupid idea for something. Yeah. And it'll either be a caption or it'll be a photo idea. And, um... Because, you know, there's, like, uh, people that they, they do, like, the little diamond, um, they'll, like, encrust anything, like Swarovski. Yeah. Swarovski, yeah. Say the, yeah. I cannot say the word. Uh, but they'll do, they'll take, like, Funko Pops and cover them in the crystals and stuff. Yep. I'm like, uh, we need to get you, like, a rubber hot dog and do that to it. Yeah, absolutely. And that, to have a do- hot dog and then to bedazzle it, I guess. Yeah. And then take there a photo on, on the skyline, uh, the Skyliner, or maybe the... Um, or just anywhere. I mean, maybe... The Rockets. Like, with yeah. Cinderella, can you get some princesses holding it? I mean, yeah. I don't know if that will go over well with the general public, but you know. <laughs> yeah, and the uh, the the caption is "Hot dog in the sky with diamonds." Oh my, oh my gosh. gosh! Awesome, awesome. Yeah. Well, I'll be looking forward to that this year. Yeah, <laughs> something to look forward to. So um, we have been asking our guests to bring to us a uh, two truths and a lie, and I am excited for yours. And Beth and I are going to do our best to guess what is the lie. So whenever you're ready, you can hit us. Okay, guys. So I I, I thought long and hard about this one. Okay. And, uh, uh, I have some for you. Um, so number one, uh, I once saw Avatar with James Cameron at Fox Studios. Okay. Or is it I once had lunch with Tony Baxter at Jungle Skipper Canteen? Okay. Number three, uh, last one, I once went to the Grammy Awards at the Staples Center in Los Angeles. Okay. Gosh, the fact that two of those are true is blowing my mind. So, uh, let's see. I think the first one is a lie. You have not, you did not see Avatar with James Cameron. That's my guess. And so, look, before you re- reveal the truth, let's see what Beth says. Yeah, I'm. Mm, ooh. My gut says to go with the second one, so I'm just gonna go with the second one. And Beth is the winner. Oh my gosh, yes! she's been crushing I didn't, it. My gut yeah. has not been wrong yet. Well, I, I did not have lunch with Tony Baxter at Jungle Skipper. I did actually see the first time I ever saw Avatar. I saw it at Fox Studios with James Cameron. Wow. Um, what life did you leave? You were living in yeah, California, like, I assume. 
No, you know, one of my one of my friends is a visual effects artist, and I was actually out there. Uh, I used to do a lot of entertainment journalism, and so I was out there doing some interviews and stuff. And uh, I just randomly got a phone call from my friend, and he was like, "Hey, man, do you want to come over to to Fox Studios tonight? Uh, they're doing a screening of Avatar, and James Cameron uh, is going to be there." And yeah, so like, I got. Oh no, I really got to wash my hair and like. Yeah, really. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I got to I got to sit at. Um, it was the screening room at Fox, and I got to uh, watch Avatar with uh, Cameron. I got to meet him afterwards. That's so, awesome. Yeah, I assume that's cool. how you've gone to the Grammys before, too. Yeah, that was the same trip, actually. I got I got tickets to the Grammys oh for gosh, what a trip. You could never whatever be able reason. To that. I know. You're like, yeah, but one time I went out there and I like got to see Avatar with James Cameron, and I went to the Grammys all in the same time. <laughs> yeah. Top of your life, man. It's all downhill from here. It is. It's uh, well, it's all uphill with all the hot dogs. I know, I know. Would, would you rather have diamond encrusted hot dogs? <laughs> would you rather have hot dogs or uh, you know a trip to the Grammys? It's uh, that's a toss up. It really, is. Really. <laughs> <laughs> well, our time is flying by. Thanks for hanging out with us for a little bit here, catching up, and yeah, letting, letting everyone know what you've been up to with your account. I will put your information in the description, but it is the main account is at Hot Dogs at Disney, and yep. then for now we're on a little bit of a pause, I assume, with the hot dogs on the People Mover because. Yeah. Again, it's not not currently operating. I was there at Magic Kingdom today, and they were working on it. I actually saw people working on it, mm-hmm. so I hope that that means it's coming. It's opening soon. We can only we can only like cross our fingers and hope. But anyway, thanks for hanging out with us. Merry Christmas, yeah. Happy New Year, Merry and I'm sure we'll keep in touch. Happy yeah, Happy Holidays to you guys too. Again, like I do, I love your podcast so much. Oh, I've thank told you. So we many people that. about it, and uh, yeah, just uh, definitely a highlight of the year uh, meeting both of you guys. So oh thanks. thanks, so nice. I feel so... Let me give a speech. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Our next guest has many plates in the air, so to speak. He's got a ton of projects. We'll talk about them like we did um, last time, maybe a little bit more in depth. But welcome back, Jason. Well, thank you very much. Yeah. It's good to be here. And you guys can't see this, but Jason has the most Christmas vibe going on. Are those gnomes? You got a lot of gnomes back there? That's what they tell me. Yeah, okay. <laughs> they They just keep every time I turn around, there's another one there. Well, so. it's blurry, like because you're in focus, so the things behind you are blurry. So I'm like, yeah. it looks like a gingerbread house, maybe a gnome. I don't really know what's next to the gnome. The, the gingerbread thing is the gingerbread thing is, which is like there, um, is the, the uh, gingerbread. Club? Yeah, it's from the beach club. It's the oh. gingerbread carousel from the beach club, and oh. it's, it's, it, it, and I haven't, I can't bring myself to eat it. Yes. Oh. I'll help you. So, so oh, okay. um, a new project to see how long it lasts before it like molds over and stuff. I mean, I don't know. A little science <laughs> thing. You could just spray it, I guess. You could spray it with some adhesive. Maybe it'll stick. Maybe. Yes, you can. <laughs> you can little, it sounds a little crafty for me. I mean, note, I bought this. I didn't build it. That's right. That's true. So. Well, if you need help shellacking, let me know. There you go. Uh, last time, but yeah, if there's one thing people should know about me, it's my shellacking it's skills. Shellac- and uh, believe it or not, the last time or the time we had you on was in April. It's been quite some time. It's been eight months. I don't know where this year is going. I feel um, like every guest we've had on, you're like, it was in April. We've had like, a lot of people on in April. Well, April. we did we did some bonus episodes. Was... Yes. You know how to make a guy feel special. That's yes. <laughs> well, I guess it was when pandemic started and we were like, we need to get all the people on that we can. Well, we had free time and so did everyone else. So um, let's talk a little bit about your side projects or not even side they're like main projects basically at least for for everyone listening i'm sure you have your three-ish days a week lunch break live over on 
uh, I think primarily Facebook. Is it also elsewhere? Because I've only ever watched it on Facebook. It's on Facebook. It's on Facebook, and you can go to herewiththemagiclive.com on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, 12 p.m. Eastern. Yes. And so. um, I don't even know if I got to tell you this the first time I had you, we had you on, but um, I was watching them every single day back when you were doing them five days a week at the very, very oh, beginning of like so the, the shutdown. Well, I needed like structure in my life and Price is Right came on at 11 and your thing <laughs> came on at 12. So I, it was the anchor to some of my days. So thank uh, Greg of the past. Thanks you. Greg of now couldn't care less about your lunch break life. But <laughs> Jason, I guess you've really reached, you know, the point of no return because Greg has, you know, you are second to Price is Right. So how do you feel? How does that make you Everyone feel? Everyone is. I, I mean, I just want to say, come on down. Really? <laughs> yeah, like you've won the lottery at this point. There's nowhere. You can't go further up. That's it. You've hit it. This hit is true. Um Let's talk, though, about Lunch Break Live, because you were very nice, even though I, I'm apparently now in the business of just being sarcastic to you. Um, I, you very graciously invited me out to be a guest for one of your Lunch Break Lives over at Contempo Cafe slash Food from the Wave. And um, before we hit pressed record, um, Beth was talking about how Greg sometimes uses the word nipples when I'm involved in other projects. That was mostly on Andre uh, at Thrills and Magic on YouTube. I don't think I talked about anything chesticle with you on your show but um i do have the do have a history of um let's let's say bringing the brow down to low when i go on certain <laughs> things so i'm sure i did that with you um but i brought a clip before i let you even oh, even Lord. spin how this situation well, before went. you play your clip yeah before you play your clip i just want to for those keeping score i just want to make sure that everyone realizes uh the over under uh for greg mentioning nipples during this conversation with me, six minutes. Okay. So, Rick, just, so some of you have won and some of you have lost. That's, that's right. Well, you know that's what right. it is? It's it's what happens. You know, this is a recorded thing, right? So if I accidentally say something that I, maybe I shouldn't have said, I can just delete it. But when you put me in front of a live camera and microphone, then I get to like, I play this game of how far will the person let me go? And right. sometimes it, it works and sometimes you get fired from your job. So, um, <laughs> Let me play a little clip from uh, just you, you, we had a moment where you were trying the soup, the soup du jour. I think it was some soup from the the wave. And, uh, you know, I'm I'm a good guest slash co-host and I wanted to fill the time while you savored the taste of your soup. So if you're wondering um, what happens on Lunch Break Live, sometimes Jason goes to places and eats. So I decided it would be appropriate to narrate um, while Jason was eating. Feels hot. Here it goes. The spoon is now entering Jason's mouth. He is letting all of the different uh, particles of the food get his different taste buds. He's assessing the food. Any moment now, we'll have a verdict. Oh, I got to give him the. Oh, he's going I in for seconds. First taste inconclusive. Uh, still the kind of like the election. They were still waiting to hear some of the results. A little Too bit soon. of confusion. Too soon. It's still going on. <laughs> Here it is. The moment we've all been waiting for. It's not awesome. It's not awesome, folks. But we need a crawl on the bottom that says Jason can have soup. Not awesome. My favorite part is after all that, the verdict was not awesome. <laughs> not awesome. <laughs> I mean, it was honest. It was, it was honest. honest. That's what right? the people want. They want your and honesty. I got to tell you, like of all the people I've had um, the pleasure of dining with during the lunch break, you, I think you were like the best wingman for sure. Yeah. It Absolutely. Like it. I mean, I'm kind of scared to eat with you because of that. But <laughs> oh, in a normal oh. setting. I mean, other than other than the spillage that happened 
like just seconds before we went live. Yes, I spilled um, a whole cup of water all over the table. <laughs> blame him because he's used to the podcast or, where no one can see him. So yes. I guess he was just thinking, well, I don't know. Everyone needs to hear hear hot all of this mess. stuff. So. It was a hot mess moment. <laughs> yeah, it was fun. It was a lot of fun, and I really do appreciate you participating. And I would love to have you back on. I mean, I would invite Beth too if she ever come to town. Yeah, no. we'll see. We're, we'll, we're pretty incognito when we come to town too, because we're like. <laughs> All the rides. She, I all would the be. Time. I would be too if I was with. If I was. A, you, you know, know it's funny. Your right? microphone is breaking up, uh, Jason. I don't think we can hear what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Beth likes to roll into the dark of night and just pop up out of nowhere, and boom, she's in the Greater Orlando don't area. Even know it. Don't even know it. Um, and um, by the time this episode releases, your Christmas special after hours, let's talk Disney, will have already gone out. But I, I am kind of curious to hear your perspective, if you wouldn't mind going, let's say, behind the camera. Well, you're already behind the camera behind the curtain a little bit. Um, I'm just curious, and we talked to Colin about this too, because you know, oh. with a live show, he didn't. He had some nice things to say about you. At we least asked while him, we were recording. Yes, we made <laughs> yeah. sure we made sure to bring your name up while we were recording. So <laughs> just what's it like? You you flip that switch, boom, it's live. You're on After Hours Live, and there's an audience just waiting to hear what you and your two other co-hosts have to say. Just I would like, love to hear what's going through your mind at that point. A lot of frustration. Um, a lot of pent up anger exactly. uh no it's it's, it's it's like it is really that it's I, I honest to god it's not that different like our conversation what you see in terms of our interactions and how we behave with each other yeah it's pretty much a pg version of reality okay right and so uh i re- i really wish we keep talking about this and we don't ever do it we do these calls and colin may have mentioned this we do these calls uh, typically, uh, 9 p.m. Like a planning whenever, show, right? Yeah, like a planning show, yeah. like every Wednesday evening before, mm-hmm. you know, the day before. It doesn't matter how much planning we do a month in advance or a week in advance. We always end up doing this this day this day before show, which is when we change everything and introduce yeah. new right. segments and everything. Right? And and we have such a good time during this like hour plus call, and we do it with Zoom, and we might as well record it. Because it's too good to not share at some yeah. point, other yeah. than we'd have to probably put a, an explicit rating on it or something. But that might be a one. nice premium yeah. offering if you ever you decide to. Uh, if we ever had them, yeah. Yes. I mean, they're gone. It's like, well, actually, Carlos. For all we know, he could be recording these. He, I bet you he does. He has and, a, a video library. It wouldn't. It yeah. wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me. But I think it, like when we. So I still get nervous every time we go live. Every single time, I don't know what it is. It's like. 30 seconds when I see that it's 30 seconds out I start freaking out it's the countdown um I can't I think it is I think it is Uh, it's not like I'm strapped to a rocket or something I know but I think nowadays it's more of the it's just how our culture is where it's like if I say something that I don't mean and somebody takes it the wrong way then you're like ah crap am I gonna get canceled yeah it's recorded you can you can cut that out when it's live it's different I don't know you know what I mean I I totally know what you mean there's a little bit of that in the back of our in the back of my mind Plus, plus, I am like, there's Carlos is driving it 95% of the time. Yeah. And I never know what he has up his sleeve mm-hmm. in terms of sound effects or mm-hmm. which screen he's going to cut to. Like, am I going to be picking my nose at the moment he switches <laughs> to my screen? Yeah. Am I going to? And, and, uh, and so there's, there's, so, there's a little bit of surprise with every single show, too, because I just don't know what's, we know it's kind of going to happen because we've talked about it ad nauseum, but we, I don't really know how it's mm-hmm. going to 
to play out. And that's, right. and that's, so it's fun and it's fun. And we give each other a hard time. I mean, me, me mostly giving them a hard time. Good. Colin deserves it. Um, he really does. We asked Colin this and I'm curious to hear what your answer is too. So you do your live show every Thursday. What's your favorite segment? What's your favorite, like what's the thing you look forward to the most on that show? The end. No, get no, out of uh, here. It's <laughs> the best segment ever, isn't it? Um, I mean, I think I, I, I don't know. I sh- I probably probably should say what's that sound? Because Get out of here! I knew you were gonna. Colin said. It's not my favorite. It's not my favorite <laughs> segment though. I think my yeah. favorite. Honestly, I think my favorite segment are is like the, the the top three, like the, um, because it's just more free flowing. Uh, it's 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 sometimes adversarial. Uh, it's you know it's it's just fun. Um, and yeah. it's more it's more like our normal conversations. I had a bone to pick with one of your what's that sound. This was maybe like three months ago now. Where the answer was like the cast member on the back of the tram or something, and I'm like, that's r- ridiculous. But I was upset. Mostly, I was upset because I didn't guess it. Right? That's usually why I'm upset about something because I'm a sore loser. I know which one you're talking about. It was it was actually back in it was earlier than that I think because it was the cast member. Um, it was a cast member who was just basically pat, like trying to entertain people yes, while they yeah. waited on their dots. The very during the passholder preview day, at the reopening. Okay, time. so, so this that was in July. July. Yeah, Good. so yeah. they were just they were doing such a good job of just making it up as they went along and yeah. putting trivia out there, and, and it was <laughs> it was too good not to capture and and use. Okay, we, I think we're ready. Beth and I, we I feel like we're yeah. ready to go with okay. your two truths and a lie. So if you want to read all three, Beth and I will tabulate our thoughts and present to you what we think is the lie. Okay. So I'll present them all as truths, of course. Yes. Yeah. So truth number one, Jason is the best member of the after. I'm just kidding. That's yeah, not we all knew. No one, no um, one bit. So it'll be, be too easy. Uh, so number one, Michael Jackson used to keep a private room with some of his awards at one of the hotels on Hotel Plaza Boulevard. Interesting. Okay. Number two, the Morocco Pavilion was not built by Imagineers, but actual Moroccan artisans. Okay. Okay. And number three, Mickey's PhilharMagic was animated and rendered in-house at then at the then-named Disney MGM Studios. All right. I have my answer. Wow. I do have to point out that you're the first one that has done things that did not pertain to you. Oh. Oh. Um, it's not a bad thing. Should I use like not no? A bad thing. Jason's waist. No. Well, when you started <laughs> talking say? about Michael Jackson, I was like, wait, what? And Maybe. Like, oh, Is he Michael Jackson? <laughs> not about him. All right, that threw me off for a second. And then I didn't even hear the last one because I was trying to think about the other two. It's true. You know, give it to you again? Since we've met you, Jason, we've never seen you and Michael Jackson in the same room. Just want to point this that true. out. <laughs> Is that too soon? I don't know. Um, all right. I think my, or I think your lie or your non-truth is number two the Morocco Pavilion, in that it was yeah. at least partially built or designed by Imagineers. That's my guess. Yeah, that, that was going to be mine too. The lie is Mickey's Philhar Magic. Oh, get out of here! Being animated. Oh. No, so the truth. Yeah, so so the Morocco Pavilion was actually uh, crafted by Moroccan artisans, and now I'm trying to remember the name because I've had this written down, but now I can't find it because I got this. I, I learned this from Lou Mangello, one of his like stupid yeah. long podcast or something <laughs> um but yeah it's true and you'll have, you just have to look it up the, the name but it was moroccan artisans who came in uh to do all of the work huh. on that particular 
World Showcase Pavilion. Uh, please tell me you have gone to Lou Mangello's podcast, like iTunes, and left a review. It just said, these are stupid long, and that's it. Like, that was your review. For I, I can neither confirm nor deny having left the first negative review <laughs> of his new book oh, no. on Amazon. My goodness. Maybe before it was released. I, I, I can, I can neither... I'm just kidding. Actually, somebody did do that, but it wasn't me. Let me ask you a question. Um, thank you for your non-Jason uh, specific, non-Jason centric choo mm-hmm. choos and a lie. I do appreciate it because it was interesting. Well, but um, it seems so self-absorbed of my colleagues. I, I'm. I don't. Well, I don't normally, know. normally. <laughs> well, that's what we were asking. Maybe we were like, I think you know what it is. About you, Beth. You know what no. it is? It's definitely a generational thing. It, people yeah. in Jason's age category uh, maybe aren't used to two truths and a lie because you know people in like. I think it's what do you like early sixties? <laughs> He's looking around to see who it is. Anyway, I have a I have a real question for you though. Um, so it's funny that you mentioned you may or may not you were neither confirmed nor deny leaving a negative review for his book, but you know negative reviews are a thing. And we had one. I don't know if it's still around. If I angrily deleted it um, for our podcast, but like, what do you do if I don't even know? If, can you even review a a Facebook Live? show like is there an opportunity for review i guess somebody could comment after the fact like on a replay or something or they they the people do use angry faces okay sometimes I've only, I, I, usually there's one of those um but on the the videos that i post on youtube that's where you're, you will get the negative reviews and what's crazy colin actually pointed this out yesterday when we were talking um <laughs> he was looking at one of the wilderness lodge videos that mm. i have and there was a thumbs down there were like all these thumbs up and then there was this they kind of know one thumbs down and he, and he says, how do you thumbs down a right. video walk around of the wilderness lodge? Like, how is right. that even possible? And I said, it's probably some, just some hater. It like, is either some hater or maybe, I mean, honestly, sometimes it's an accident. I know that people are entitled to their opinions, right? And I'm all for that because we have opinions too. And uh, the thumbs up on a video though, I will never understand the thumbs down on a YouTube video of any kind. Cause if you don't like <laughs> yeah. it, then just turn it off and don't watch oh, it. Right. That's, it's so bizarre to me. I, I, I don't I don't get it either. But I at at the risk of um now wishing this upon myself, I don't think I've ever had a negative comment on my YouTube videos. Just, I, well, I, I, here it comes. Here it comes. Well, it's gonna be Greg. Yeah. yeah. Wait till Greg logs into his anonymous <laughs> account. Oh no, it'll be very not anonymous. <laughs> <laughs> this is Greg, and I'm gonna plug our podcast. This is Greg, Greg from, from at that Park Park podcast. Park. This... I, know, I feel like I just put a challenge out there. That's the dumbest thing. Um. <laughs> But yeah, it's, it, I think I think uh, I don't know. People are I think on the whole they're very nice and and warm and and. Yeah, I mean majority. I think that's why it's so shocking when you get one because you're like, wait, what? Don't you this like has, me? This has nothing to do with our podcast. <laughs> like, that's the thing when it has no. nothing to do. It's just like I don't like you, and you're like, oh great, don't listen to us. But you don't really need to tell us about it. Like we don't care. You know the thing that hurts, the thing that that still hurts to this day, and I don't think I will ever get used to it is is the unfollow on Instagram. Mm. It's, it's it doesn't matter how many people follow you, and I don't care what anybody says, everyone knows what their number is, yeah. and everyone knows when one person stops following. <laughs> and and this in a little part of me just feels sad. Like I just want to know like hey, or when someone unsubscribes to a newsletter, for example. Mm. I like what like why? Why like, what did you, you do to upset them? I have reached out a couple of times. <gasps> it's a slippery slope. I never got no, of course not. Yeah. No. Let me guess. Their review was, this is not awesome. And that no, was it. Like, <laughs> he's like, he's like, what's wrong with the soup? Wait, no. You know, um, you know that chef went and watched your video and was like, 
just yeah, he's got he's got a hit out on you now. There's a contract out on Jason from here with the magic he was about. The guy that apology I that mean, day. on the balance, the wave food is amazing. Yeah, my uh, the soup that day just wasn't. It just it just awesome. wasn't curry. It wasn't very curry. It was supposed to be curry. It wasn't. There you go. Quote, it wasn't very curry. If that's not a reason to end this little mini chat, I think I don't think there is one. Um, thanks for hanging out with us. If you want to follow Jason on his many things, we'll put your information in our description. But um, check out his live shows every Thursday night with his co-hosts, Colin and Carlos. We've had Colin on, but not Carlos. I wonder why. We just got to get him on. And uh, you've got your Monday, Wednesday, Friday lunch break lives. It's a great way to, to spend your lunch to meet up with some uh, like-minded people and whatever Jason is uh, three days a week over on Facebook. So Thanks for hanging out with us. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Merry and we'll, uh, I'm sure we'll drag you back on in 2021. Thanks for having me, guys. Yes, of course. Beth, I don't talk about this that often, but one of the weird things about being a podcast host, co-host with you, is that when I'm in the parks, I see people, right, that like we talk to and stuff. Yeah. But I want to ask them a bunch of questions, but I don't and can't because then I'm like, well, now we have nothing to talk about. On our podcast, Hi. and this happened the other day because I ran into Nick. Welcome back, Nick. Hi, hello. Hey. Welcome. So, um, he was working as a guest experience team cast member at Magic Kingdom. We'll get to that more in a minute. But like, there was Nick, and I was able to meet him and say hello, and I pointed at him. And thank you for not outwardly judging me. I realized later on I pointed with one finger and not two, which means oh, I'm a bad cast member. You. Maybe that's why they got rid of me. And, um. <laughs> And I'm like, oh, I have all these, in my head, I'm like, oh, I have all these questions, but like, I don't want to spoil our, our little mini interview. You're so, like asking all these questions and you're like, don't answer that. I, and then yeah. like, oh, don't answer that, but don't answer that. <laughs> That's pretty much what it's like. And I want you to know, Nick, that we had on Andy uh, a few days ago and I was like, you guys are asking Nick back on, right? I'm like, yes. He was like, yeah. good, because Nick's a very nice guy. I'm like, Andy, we know. We already asked Nick. Like, don't worry. I'm like, making sure. He's being your real buddy over there. Oh, man. Andy's so cool. He is so cool. He's being your little, your little cheerleader. Um, so you're back to work. Yes. You're uh, still doing your guest experience team thing, but this time you're primarily in Epcot, right? That's right. Right now I'm technic or, uh, temporarily at Epcot until I'm able to come back to Magic Kingdom. Okay. But as you saw, I can still pick up at Magic Kingdom. Do you have a preference? Uh, Magic Kingdom. That's the right answer. Yeah, I would imagine so. I mean, like, well, what? let me ask you then. What is the difference? Like, what are some key differences doing what you do in Epcot versus Magic Kingdom? Um, it's, it's hard to compare them right now because everything's different completely depending, like, with the times right now. Mm -hmm. Magic Kingdom, we're walking around more, kind of helping guests out around the park, um, looking for guests not wearing masks correctly. Mm -hmm. um, Epcot, we're doing the same thing, but we're standing in one... Where there's two locations mm -hmm. there, Epcot, that we're standing in. Gotcha. So we're not walking around there. You're more of, like, a hall monitor, and <laughs> at Epcot, you're more of, like... A greeter. Um, yeah. <laughs> you're, like, the peanut gallery, like, when you're just waiting for people to walk by so you can judge them. <laughs> yeah. I mean, honestly, that was my favorite thing about the citizens when they did it in Hollywood Studios was like that was basically what they did. It was like, oh, we get to dress up and judge people, yes. but make it but make it out to be like we're like laughing with them and not at them. <laughs> oh, man, I miss them. Talk about so a, a dream job for Greg. I would love. No, I'm aware <laughs> there are limitations right. that I'm sure that they had, but I would yeah. love to have a microphone in front of me. And let you would me... be so good at it, too. I just I want to do it. That'll be one of the things Maybe that you I should apply for that when it comes back up. Just I'm say. sure. Yeah. And really, and really push for it. Like, really push, like, hey, we need to get back outside in front of the gates. I don't know how we didn't talk about this before, Nick. I, If we did, I forgot about it. So you posted a photo of you with your boy Josh tomorrow. How did that happen? You ran into him. Please tell me. Oh, that was, that was before, that was like, before quarantine stuff. 
That was the opening day of Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Oh my gosh! Please tell me what he's so like it, as a person. It was like, he's really nice. Okay. He's really nice. Yeah, he's just really nice to talk to. He's uh, he'll if you're a cast member, he'll ask you about like what you do, and he'll thank you for doing it. And he's a really cool guy. Good. That's what I like to hear because I put him on a pedestal, and I like to hear only nice things about him. <laughs> <laughs> have you worked at all four parks? I have. Yes. Magic Kingdom is still your favorite. I mean, I feel like if you could look up and see the castle any day, like. That's where I'd want to be. It's like, to work at, yeah, Magic Kingdom was my favorite. Yeah. Um, so I was running around taking photos the other day when you were there, mm-hmm. and I still we actually we had a whole episode on solo trips to the parks with our friend Lillian, and we talked about how it's not weird to go to the park by yourself. However, I still there's always a little piece of me that's like, do people realize that I'm here alone? I'm just like a guy. <laughs> I'm a male walking around, like I'm a male in his 30s with walking around. Alone. You basically talked about with another guest how it's not weird if you go to Magic Kingdom. Like, it's not weird if you go to a Disney park yes. by yourself with a camera. If you go to a regular park by yourself with yes. a camera. With, like, a seesaw is, and a swing set. You don't do weird. that. No. That's no, I don't think it's weird. I've done it. Well, I know, but, like, I, I don't know. what Maybe, maybe here's the thing. I think maybe it's because I know that I'm a weird person and I just think everyone else can see that. But um, you must see a lot. You must see a lot of people going alone and stuff. But, like, what? What do you see? Please tell me what a typical day in the life of a guest experience team cast member is in Magic Kingdom, and you're standing around the hub. I just want to, I just want to know some of the things you see throughout the day that, like, right, you like, remember. What yeah, what is something you see that you're like, just another day in Magic yeah. Kingdom? Like, uh, people are running down Main Street to take a picture um, in front of the castle, as if that's the only minute that they can take a picture with the yes. castle. Yeah, <laughs> um, that's true. No, that's fine. They're excited. Just people running everywhere to get to where they need to be, and you're just like, ah, that's normal here. It is and pretty you have normal. to be like, don't run, yeah. don't run. Yeah, they shouldn't be running, but it's, Please don't uh, run. Please don't excited. run. Please put your mask on. I was going <laughs> to yeah. say, I've seen a lot of like every cast member asking guests to put uh, masks on, and I haven't seen one guest like blow up about it. Yeah. Um, have you had any real pushback with that? A little bit. Usually uh, when they're taking pictures, mm-hmm. you get pushback. Um, usually if they're just walking, they're, they'll pull it up over their nose. Okay. Yeah. I feel like pictures would be probably the one spot where they're like, I can't even get a picture. You're like, well, either you can have your own cool mask on or they're going to just put one on for you in your phone. So <laughs> yeah. you pick, you pick, ma'am. I saw, I think, a photo today that someone had placed a mask on Roy Disney on, in his statue with him and Minnie in the, uh, is that a real thing? I haven't seen that yet, but I, my coworkers were telling me that people have been doing that on that bench. They're like taking their mask and putting it on yeah. him. <laughs> I was saying we should put a mask on the uh, Walt partner statue as a joke, not for real. Yeah. But. Yes. There are like, I think it's funny, right? And obviously you th- are behind it too, but I know that there are a lot of purists out there that'll be like, get that mask off of Walt. Walt would be, yeah. Walt's rolling over I mean, in his grave. If I, if I also, saw it in person, it would probably like upset me, but in, in my head, it's funny. In theory, yes. But also how many yeah. people have done that and like now all their germs are on the <laughs> How many masks like have all touched? rubbing each other's germs together. <laughs> Ugh. It's By basically way, like everyone taking their underwear and like rubbing it together. <laughs> <laughs> just saying. It's gross. Um, we asked John this, who was a, a PhotoPass cast member, or I guess was a PhotoPass cast member, mostly on Main Street. This is my new favorite question for Magic Kingdom cast, okay? Do you know the security guard or t- security cast member? His name is Donald, and it's this big buff, like, jacked guy. And I just want to f- find someone who knows him to tell me that he's the nice guy that I think he is. Because he, he's the guy that could uh, knock you out in one punch. Like, that's what he looks like. Donald? He looks he's, like in, he he's in security? He's in security, for sure. We see him I... on Main Street all the time. 
It doesn't sound familiar. I'm sure if I saw him, I would probably recognize him. Good. Now you have something, you have something like, new to do. Yeah. Next time there, I'll like, look for him. Your next shift, and you'll be like, there he, that's the guy. There he is. <laughs> it's this yeah. big jack Now guy. I got to call Greg and tell him I saw him. I guess I could just walk up to him and ask him, but like, I don't want him to knock me out. So, like, um, hey, I want to get you on my podcast so this isn't <laughs> weird. Yeah, do you want him on? Tell you multiple if I times. see him, I'll ask about yeah. it. Well, yeah. I can walk up to him and be like, hey, sir, I'm here alone. I'm wearing my Santa hat and I have a big <laughs> camera. Do you want to come talk to me and my friend who you've never met? Real quick, with a microphone in front of you? You've talked to other people who said they know who you are, but you don't know who they are. <laughs> and his name is Donald, which I think might be made up. Yeah. So, um, Nick, I'm excited to hear your two truths and a lie, and Beth and I are going to see if we can figure you out. So whenever you're ready. Oh, okay. All right, so I rode Rise of the Resistance on opening day at Hollywood Studios. I've been in Club 33 at Epcot, Ooh. and I have met Bob Chapek. Um, I like to say that I met Bob Paycheck, Paycheck, which is the, which is, <laughs> that's such a slip because a lot of people refer to him that way because they think he's all about the money, but I don't feel yeah. that way. I'm not in that camp, and I don't know why that just came out that way. Anyway, um, he was walking around the grounds of Riviera when I was there, so I like to pretend that I know him, but I, I he was within maybe 15 feet of me. Um, I I'm going to say number one. I'm going to say you didn't ride Rise on the opening day. That's my guess. Before, Don't tell her if she's right or not. I'm stuck on this I'm... Club 33 thing, Nick, because, as you know, it's possible that you had access to it right. as a cast member, not as a guest. And that's right. that's the that's the tricky part for me, is that if you had to do it for something work-related. So I am also going to say, one, that you didn't do Rise on opening day. So I, I was there and, and oh, rode Rise on opening day. Oh, which is the lie? Um, I have not been in Club 33. Oh, oh it was oh. tricky, 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 tricky. I know. I feel like it's. it did sound like something you could have done. So yes. I was like, I don't know. I feel like he totally could have done that. And I mean, if I was in there, I'd be bragging about it too. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, I uh, have only done Rise of the Resistance once. I'm looking forward to doing it again, hopefully sometime yeah. soon. Um, tell me more about how you met Bob Chapek. I said it right. Uh, this, this was back when the guest experience team launched uh, two years ago now, actually. Um, he was visiting like the property as a whole um and then he came they got all of the guest experience team together for like a breakfast and then he came and like talked to us really quick and then i got my picture with him i got to talk to him for a second wasn't long but no this was before he was ceo okay cool back when he was cool i don't know he's probably still cool i have no idea (laughs) if anything uh, my wife nicole and i have been joking about how he picked quite an interesting time not that he picked it but he wound up Mm -hmm. being into his new position at a really interesting time we were joking about how like how presidents come out of their term like looking yeah. very aged quickly that he's yeah. like in a year from now he's gonna look like the old all of a sudden because yeah. of the like the crazy storm of what's going on with uh, the parks worldwide well our our time is uh is coming to an end here these uh conversations yeah. always go by so quick so thanks for chatting with us a little bit thanks for catching yeah. up we're we're excited to see you back in the parks so if you're ever in magic kingdom or epcot for a while and you see a guy that looks like nick if it looks like his name could be Nick, make sure you verify with this name tag. And, uh, and that is Nick that we had on our podcast. So thanks for hanging out today. Yeah, yeah thanks Merry for having Christmas. me back. Of course. Hope you have Merry holiday. Christmas, guys. This is one of those times where we get to welcome back some guests who were here not too long ago. But welcome back, Peyton and John. Hey. Hi, guys. How are you? Hello. Thanks for having us. Of course. Good. Thanks for coming back. Yeah. So before we talk about anything else, I have to, not that I'm going to ignore you, John, but I have to talk directly to Peyton for a moment, okay? Absolutely. So, um, because Peyton was behind the Cards for Cast, which if anyone has forgotten about it or doesn't know, maybe you're new to all of this, it is a way for you to send a uh, cast member who is impacted by all the many layoffs that are happening 
um, across the company and as a way to send a little smile their way, right? A little a card for them that is free for them to receive and free for you to send it. And um, I liked it so much. And I know I already told you this, but I'm, now I have you in front of me. So I got to tell you again that you were the, you were the direct inspiration um, and you got the gears rolling for Greg to think like, hmm, I would love to do something like that too. And I think it would be cool to uh, be able to put that same type of smile on the face of someone who perhaps couldn't make it here because they had to cancel their trip from who knows what's happening in 2020. Right? It's all the many factors that would have led to someone having to cancel or delay their trip. So um, thus, Beth and I put our, our heads together and came up with the Magic Gram. And then uh, so I've been sending out Magic Grams in the mail. So thank you so much for being ah. the awesome person that you are and inspiring others, whether you knew you were doing that or not, you did. And <laughs> I appreciate it. And I'm sure everyone who has received a Magic Gram, even though they probably have no idea it has anything to do with you, they are appreciative of it, I'm sure. So thank yeah. you. Oh, my, my pleasure. I mean, that's kind of the cool things about projects like this mm-hmm. is that it doesn't cost anything to be kind to others, right? Yes. Um, except maybe the postage stamp. Right. Yeah. Uh, but there are so many ripple effects when we do that. And um, I'll just share a quick story. Mm-hmm. There uh, was a, a card for Cass that went out to someone who I actually follow on Instagram. I ended up seeing her post say, like, she got this card in the mail. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I have to share this with the person I know who sent it and all this. And then they actually started a pen pal um, type relationship with um, the person who wrote to her. And they made, made this whole big post about it and how they're going to get together, you know, when things are different wow. yeah. and post-pandemic. Yeah. And it's just that relationship is something that came out of, like, something that I just never imagined yeah. out of this initiative. And yeah. so, um, yeah, I've been really grateful to just see how people have kind of taken that and started a lot of new blossoming relationships yes. yeah that's awesome it is it's cool when people so. ask them how did you guys meet and they're gonna be like let me sit down and let me tell you a story about some cast cards <laughs> <laughs> exactly but that's the beauty of this community right i think that's yeah. what we've learned in the midst of what's been a really challenging year for everyone but especially um cast members is mm-hmm. that the cast members are the magic and they that magic goes with them wherever they do Absolutely. Um, and so they'll, they are making magic for people, Yeah. the cards that they receive from people and, yeah. and vice versa. So it's yes. pretty neat. That's so awesome. And you've also been helping with the cast member pantry, right? You've been doing some raffles each week to raise some money to donate, which is another awesome thing that you're doing. Yeah. Can you guys stop being so perfect, please? It's actually like, it's become too much for me. <laughs> I don't know about perfect. Uh, I don't think there's any perfect in 2020, but... I think we just see the need, right? Yeah. yeah. We're we're struggling, so we imagine that other people must be too, so yeah. we yeah. want to help. Um, but do you want to talk more about the raffles since it's your items that yeah. really started that whole thing? Absolutely. So this year, I, with all of my time not at work, mm-hmm. I started putting together some crafts and stuff, and I kept a couple extras here and there, and we wanted to donate them or give them away, so we started this little raffle, and all the proceeds go directly to the customer pantry, which is an amazing, amazing organization, and it really hit home with us a while ago. We went over there, we volunteered, we saw all the amazing work they're doing, and it is incredibly upsetting that there are people out there who are worried about dinner. Mm-hmm. You know, right here in our cast member Disney community. And that's and it's it's really upsetting. And it's not just cast, of course, but any way that you can give back, whether it's time, money, you know, et cetera. Yeah. So 
And I think that's just another example of how like these things have these ripple effects. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, John can make these things and keep yeah. them to himself and then it doesn't go anywhere. Right. Or you could just get the word out there and share. And, you know, the one raffle entry is $10, right? right? But what we've been able to do in the course of this, and we're still in the midst of it, is raise over $700 for Cast Member Pantry. And, yeah. you know, none of that has been like, we don't have a lot of money to donate, right? Yeah. We're one income family right now, but yeah. we're still able to help um, provide for this community, which is really cool. That is That's really awesome. cool. You're changing lives yeah. one craft yeah. at a time, basically. Right. <laughs> exactly. off the, um, the hitchhiking ghost cutouts, right? Yes. Isn't that one of the things? Okay. I did yeah, that I mean, back in October. Yeah. And uh, I pulled out an extra set because I, I keep a, yeah. a master copy for like a stencil. So oh, cool. it's easier to, to recreate. Right. Yeah. And, uh, right now we did a, a Mickey Christmas wreath. And we're right now we're partnering with um, Shadow Boxing by Jason, an Etsy shop who cool. makes a uh, pin shadow box and it's a Mickey oh, cutout. Yeah. Super cute. And then we've got one more thing up our sleeves for next week. Uh, and that'll probably be it before the holidays, but it, it's yeah. turned into a lot more than we anticipated. At first, we thought it was just going to be his offerings, and then other people yeah. were like, "Hey, we could do something Let's get together." In on that, that's, for sure. So, yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> it's great. It's awesome that you guys are being the catalyst, kind of, to get some of these projects up and running. Because sometimes, you know, you just need a good administrative person to like, <laughs> "Hey, I know you got something. Let me just help you get that going." So that's awesome. <laughs> exactly. Too. Um, um, and you guys have done a little bit of traveling, mm-hmm. right? We were at Fort okay. Wilderness, so it feels okay. like we're traveling when we're there because <laughs> it's its own little world. <laughs> Absolutely. But, uh, we did have some family come down and visit us for Thanksgiving, okay. and we'll be seeing some family for the holidays. So yeah. we're excited. to. It's a different year, you know? You have to be very safe and very careful, so we're mm-hmm. certainly d- covering our precautions. Nothing like getting a COVID test for Christmas. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Merry Christmas to everyone. Coming, so. <laughs> Merry Christmas. There's a Q-tip up your nose. So um, I know you were there at uh, Fort Wilderness over, I want to say it was Thanksgiving weekend, right? Is that the weekend you were there? Yes, yeah. I think, yeah, that was when um, my wife Nicole and I checked in, like, right after the, the, basically, I think what happened was you found out we were coming and you got got right out of there. Like, we didn't want to be where Greg is. It was an early (laughs) checkout. We were going to be there longer. We just said, oh, man. I don't know. People coming that are trying to meet us Um, and we got to get out of here. (laughs) But the cool thing, what we loved about our, it was we only did the one night there. We stayed at a cabin there. But that night we drove around and saw all of the many, Christmas decorations. So you have a slightly different experience than me because you were not in a cabin. You were in your camper. And I have yes. some I have some camper questions, if you don't mind, because Absolutely. I have never had I've never been in a camper. So I've never stayed in a camper, obviously. But while we were walking around, we were walking our dog Reba while we were there. Um, and, I, you know, we were walking like the empty camp lots. Just kind of curious. So you plug your camper in. Looks like there's like electric and water and stuff. Uh, why are you laughing? <laughs> <laughs> Just laughing at you, Greg. So tell me about this camper. First of all, isn't it an Airstream? It's not a camper. Let me tell is, you. I don't know the difference. Some I don't mean to sound. Okay. So, yeah. I'm offended for you, is what I'm saying. Sorry, I didn't mean to offend. So I well, that's the difference. What so what? T- talk to me about an Airstream. What makes an Airstream an Airstream versus a camper? So an Airstream is <laughs> one of the original styles of campers. Okay. So Airstream used to make air, airplanes. So it, which is why it has that silver look, which is why the Metal. door is kind of the same door that airplanes still use to this day. Okay. Um, it's, it's a great product. We love it. We knew this was our first camper we ever purchased. Uh, my family is a lot of, a lot of campers, you know, they like to go away on trips and, um, 
it just kind of, it's just like a family thing. Yeah. So we knew what we wanted to do. And of course, our favorite campground is Disney's Fort Wilderness Resorts and Campground, mm-hmm. which we are actually going to this weekend. Oh, nice. To, for a little Christmas, uh, just like the, the decorations yeah. you guys saw yeah. at Thanksgiving. So they're, yeah. they're still up and a lot of campers do amazing, amazing uh yeah, I'm like, how long do these people stay there that that do these elaborate things? Do they stay some there for, like for a month? months? Yes. I mean, some. some get storage units, right, for yep. their their stuff, and um, but that's the beauty of it, you know. No matter the brand, Airstream yeah. or not, like I know, I'm a I grew I grew up with a pop up camper, so that's why they're I'm like, Airstream is like where it's at. <laughs> yeah. And like those are really convenient too, because they like fold up really nicely yeah. and fit yeah. in your garage, but. No matter what, it's like your home away from home. And I think that's mm-hmm. what's so cool about Fort Wilderness is you see people like they're in their own element, right? Yeah. It just It's on wheels, which is really yeah. cool. So. And it's like crazy how much space like campers actually have. You just yeah. wouldn't expect it. And you're like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. Like, um, I, we have some neighbors that are um, they basically bought a big trailer and they're converting it into like a mm-hmm. camper. Oh, that's but fun. They're putting like cabinets in the sink. And I'm <laughs> yeah. like, What? <laughs> It's crazy. It's a hotel room on wheels. Yeah. Everything you need. Shower, Some bathroom, have toilet. Like, yeah, they have like little fireplaces. I mean, I'm like, <laughs> yeah. wild. It's so wild to see it what people do with wild. them now. I'm like, this is not what I grew up with. Like our, <laughs> the one that I grew up with, like the table became my bed. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. like the table we ate breakfast at became my bed. Um, but yeah. There's a reason they call it glamping, right? Oh, yeah. That is true. For sure. <laughs> Sure. Uh, while we were there, I don't know at what point we saw like the rules that um, are there at the at the resort for what you're allowed to bring and set up for your decorations. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. literally everybody is not following those rules because <laughs> they're like, you can't. So I don't remember all of them, but one of them was like, you you know, there's a certain height maximum for your inflatables. Whatever the height is, the for sure guests are exceeding it because we were staying in a cabin and someone had a big blow up Mickey that went over the, the top of the roof of the cabin. So there's <laughs> yeah. no way that's not. And then um, some of them. I mean, you're not going to be mad at that. I'm sure it's there just in case people. Something are happens and they have yeah, to. Screw, yeah. The just come and they complain about it. And then it's like, well, right. no, we well, 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 well. And one of them was um, not you're not to affix or attach your, you know, strands of lights to trees and stuff. And a lot of trees as if it's their own trees. Right. They, they wrap oh, yeah. it up the yeah, trunk yeah. of the tree and stuff. But it looks so cool. So maybe, you know, it's fun to look at. It's just hard to keep that Christmas spirit down, you know, everybody's just going all out. People go all out. There's some campers who literally book two campsites, one for their camper and the other one just for the decorations. Decorations. Like it just just fills it. I believe it because they're camping on this site. It's (laughs) just decorations. I mean, do you guys just load up your boxes of stuff? How much stuff are y'all going to take to decorate? We're bringing a couple things. You'll see. We'll post some pictures. Uh, We'll, we'll bring the two cars and the camper, and we are excellent packers. I mean, okay. our camper is 16 Good. feet long, which is one of the smallest type of campers you could buy in the market right yeah. now. So we pack it very carefully. Yeah. Good. <laughs> All right. So I'm very interested to hear your two truths and a lie, and I hear you've brought it um, as a couple. So this is the official Couple Meets World two truths and a lie that we're going to figure out. So. Lay it on us, and Beth and I are going to do our best. Beth is on a hot streak here, so I don't, we'll see how All right. this yeah. works. No, you right. say that, and this will be the one that I'm I get excited. wrong. Anyway. I did that on purpose because I want to get one I right. Finally. Oh, come on, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I have faith in you. All right. Uh, the first one is we went to the same high school. Okay. The second one is we were married at the Magic Kingdom. And the third one is our favorite Disney attraction is the Haunted Mansion. Okay. Ooh, I, I'm pretty sure I know it. I 
I remember that you went to yeah. the same high school. It's yeah. not at the same time. So I know that right. one's true. Uh, these other two, though. <laughs> I feel okay. like I remember. Yeah. Okay. I'm going with number two. I was going to say that, I, too. I think you were married at Disney, but it wasn't at Magic Kingdom. That's also my guess. So our official answers are number two is the lie. You are correct. Oh, yeah! look at that. Because I do remember the Haunted Mansion because I remember thinking that's like our favorite ride. So I feel like I remember connecting in that, too. So, But remind us where you guys got married. Epcot. Epcot. Oh. Okay, that was. We're at uh, in the Canada Pavilion or somewhere else. We're in the Italy, Italy Pavilion, Italy? right oh. on the peninsula, right oh. past the yeah. gondola. Oh my gosh, yeah. I don't think I knew that. That's really awesome, actually. Yeah. It was and really I'm... special. And Illumination, we watched um, Illuminations for our dessert party that night in that okay. same location, and so Illuminations has a yeah. special place yeah. in our hearts. For real, and it was an evening wedding, correct? It so was, it was like in the, in the morning. morning, yeah. Um, in the morning, okay. Like a like a brunchy lunch type um reception, mm -hmm. and then okay. we we like took a nap, <laughs> had fast passes, came back and had Mickey bars and watched Illumination. Awesome. Together, so were so, you wearing your wedding dress the whole day? Um, I did when we went back into the park. I remember we had fast passes. I kept the veil on okay. and like all the that. Hair. But you know, I just put on my like. I'm a bride. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you couldn't then, miss Soren. You know, if you have, yeah. have a Soren fast right. pass, you got to go. Right. That's right. Wedding day That's or right. night. Um, but then after that, you know, I wanted those pictures at night in the fireworks with yeah. my gown. So, yes. Okay. Know, I, I made a sacrifice and put <laughs> a lot of costume on. change. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> it was act two. Yeah, right. Act two. Right. That's right. That's yeah, right. we were like awesome. kind of similar. We um, so Nicole and I got married at the um, Sea Breeze Point, the little gazebo outside of the boardwalk. Yes. But oh, while we were while we yeah. were looking, um, we saw that Epcot had a few locations as well. But obviously, you have to be out before World Showcase yeah, opens, which definitely. at that time was 11. Um, yes. I don't I don't think they're doing um, on-site ceremonies like that. Although that would be a great time because Epcot doesn't really open until 11 or noon most days anyway. I feel like yeah. it's a great yeah. time, but it's the yeah. gathering thing. But yes, yeah, although we... they have reinstated their weddings and they've gotten very okay. creative. If yeah. you visit the Disney weddings um, page, they've gotten very creative about how they're doing the dance floor and you know cool. following all those those restrictions because yeah. yeah, i'm free. like they make a lot of money off weddings so i'm sure they were like we got to figure this out we got to figure out how we can do that <laughs> yeah that. Well, that Fisher like... actually just got married in the yeah i did see that i did see that yeah I was like, that's not a, a typical ceremony yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. right i mean right. that is fair <laughs> we watched that on youtube you know they had like not it wasn't a long uh thing of it but nicole and i were watching that and they were like this doesn't exactly look like our wedding ceremony, but it was. All, I would have loved to have done what they did. They right there. And also, I feel like he forever looks like he's 16 years old. So he's got like, the young look. He? I'm like, so, he's, he he's so married. Much. Like, what? Is that I know. He's from like, Teen Beach movie. He looks like like a yeah. uh, sea cat with his character then. Yeah, just never <laughs> ages. So uh, awesome. we're coming up on our time here. Uh, what can we uh, look forward to coming up on your accounts on Instagram? What's going on other than your immediate trip to uh, Fort Wilderness? We have some travel planned for 2021, um, but it's going to be more seeing the good old United States. Yeah, nice. We've been all over the world, hitting all the continents, but we don't know much about our own backyard. Yeah. So we're going to do a little more travel here, and hopefully when it is time and safe to leave the country and head to other places, we would love to uh, yeah. get a couple meets world back into the world. Yeah. yeah. So I'm looking for the world's largest ball of twine. Is that hey. going to go exactly. <laughs> Hey, and remind us what that Instagram account is, because y'all have one for the um, for the camper, right? 
Yeah, we just started one collectively. It's at couple underscore okay. meets world. Um, and then we have our own accounts at Peyton meets world at John underscore meets world. Um, and right now, a lot of my content is actually very much focused around the book I'm writing, uh, which is an exciting adventure. Yeah. So, yeah. um, definitely head there to, to learn more about that. Hoping to have that published in August of 2021, which we'll be nice. here before we know it. Yes. So Yeah, that's true. I'm sure you're well, aware we'll of this podcast and we'll be like remember like years ago yeah. which really was only <laughs> uh peyton i'm sure you're aware but uh the undertaking of writing a book is immense i assume i have not written a book but i was an english major in college and we wrote a, a ton of stuff so i could only imagine what it's like to pour basically your entire heart and brain into a, a project like that so kudos yeah. to you for doing that Thank you. It's it is amazing, uh, and it, it's a lot of work. But I think once you sort of get into that headspace of like, I have to I have to say these things, and the stories I'm telling are about some pretty important people. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, you just you just gotta get it done for the the sake yeah. of um, telling those stories. So, yes, awesome. yeah. Well, we're looking well, forward to it. Thanks for chatting yeah. with us. Thanks yeah. for catching up. Yeah. And uh, and Merry Christmas. Yeah, happy, happy holidays. holidays. Hey, happy yes. holidays. Merry Christmas, guys. Thanks. Have a great following you guys in 2021. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs>Hopefully you started following our next uh, few guests on YouTube if you weren't already, or at least Instagram. But we have the Magic Dads back. Steve and Mike, Yay! welcome back. Thank welcome. you. Hey, everyone. Welcome back. So I know since the last time, by the way, we talked in September, which seems this whole like time warp of 2020 is so strange. It was like September, Seriously. what, the 86th? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> um, to jog everyone's memory, we talked a lot about Disneyland versus Disney World, because I know you guys were talking about falling, falling in love with Walt Disney World. And I, we also talked about uh, your son, Caleb, running face first into a wall. Hopefully that hasn't <laughs> happened since then. That was like a one-off. I don't know. I don't see him. So I'm like, where is he? Is he okay? <laughs> right. <laughs> no, he's safe. He's taking a nap right now. So. Good. Okay. Good. okay. I'm jealous. A couple of things before we talk about anything Disney related, I have to compliment you in person, so to speak, on your Halloween costumes, because yes. um, <laughs> Mike, you are David. It turns out all you needed was just a pair of white glasses, right. and you're David exactly. from Shit's Creek. I get that a lot. Yes. Any so, kind of black and white garb, and you're good to go. How did that come about? To be honest, did you already have those glasses, or did you make that? Happened. I didn't. Okay. I didn't. Um, we love that show, obviously. We're actually watching it like for our third time right okay. now. <laughs> and okay. it was like literally just the night before. I was like, oh my gosh, I should be David for Halloween. Yes. And I just quickly got online and found out like our local spirit Halloween store had the. They're actually yes. like 60s go go glasses. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Super easy. But thank you. No. Yeah. We had a lot of fun putting that together. Good. I was flipping through yeah. my Instagram around that time, and then I, I I legitimately thought, I was like, I know it. I don't follow. I, I guess I follow that account on this account. I'm like, no, it's actually just the Magic Dads dressing up. And it was I know. Awesome. And I, I noticed that Dan, Dan Levy is in that new, uh, it's a new movie. On I guess. Hulu, right? On, With uh, Kristen Hulu. Stewart. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, it's really oh, good. Yeah, we I, watched that one. But yeah. I feel like his star power, I, I haven't watched it yet. So I'm like, do you feel like his star power was like way too much David? Or do you feel like, because I feel like he is David in real life. So yeah, it's hard to like see him do something different. Because I'm like, I feel like that's who he is for real. So Right. Uh, I thought, I, to be quite honest, when we watched the movie, I thought he was basically just playing himself or David in okay. Schitt's Creek. Yeah. He's like yeah. the exact same character. Yeah. Okay. okay. I mean, I'm, that's I'm what okay I figured. So, I mean, I'm still going to watch <laughs> it because I love it. So. 
I'm so, yeah. just curious. Had to make sure I mentioned that. And then since the last time we talked, I know you guys have actually made a trip to Disney World. So you got we to did. experience <laughs> COVID life version yeah. of Disney. Right. So I know you're um, posting your YouTube videos about it. And I saw some of the restaurants you went to. But just a little bit, if you wouldn't mind, of how your trip went and what it was like. Because people are still very curious about what it's like to go to Disney during these times. Yeah. Absolutely. So we did go without Caleb, which we thought out of abundance of caution, let's just try to test it out ourselves. Right. Uh, three-year-old little Tasmanian devil is, yeah. is a little wiry on a plane when you're not supposed to be moving around. So, yeah. um, but you know, we, we obviously had a good time. Uh, mm-hmm. We did a good job of making sure that you know, we're socially distancing. And one thing that everybody's asking, like, was everybody doing that? Like you're in control of your own space. So if you don't mm-hmm. feel comfortable, walk away from that area. But I yep. think Disney is doing an amazing job with it. Mm-hmm. Um, the cast members were definitely making sure everybody was wearing their masks, making sure everybody was doing what they were supposed to do within the line queues. So I thought very safe the whole yeah, time. Yeah, I, I agree. Now, now that we address that, for us, it was wonderful being back. It was Good. amazing. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yes. We got into our cocktail theme. So <laughs> we got the restaurants, yeah. the rides. We had a great time. So. Good. It was like one of those, it, again, you know, COVID, it's been like, what, nine months now? Yeah. Eight months? Yeah. But it felt like it was so long since we've been to a park. And yeah. it's just the second you walk through that gate, it's just right back in it. Yeah. You're right back in the magic. You're loving life. Everything yeah. was great. So, for would sure. you re- now, I mean, from experience, would you recommend it if it was your first trip to Disney? Do you think you would still recommend it for somebody to do? Probably means, not. I'm getting a lot is like, well, okay. I have friends that they want to take their you know, like five-year-old or whatever for the first time or four-year-old. And I'm like, I just don't know if that's like the first experience you want to right, have. Right. I, you know, I, I don't have kids. So I'm curious if somebody who has kids, like what would you think about that? I would probably say no for my personal opinion, just because again, while, while for us, it was nostalgic because we can get there. We remember what yeah. it feels like. Mm-hmm. Having that as your first experience and not having like the ability to go on all the rides or do everything right. you want to, fast passes, it, it makes it yeah, a whole different part. My main thing was the, the princesses. I'm like, if your kid is all into princesses exactly. and he can't touch them, that's going to be devastating. Like, yeah, don't right. take her. And like, I, I don't know if they're doing them right now. I'm a little out of the loop. But when we were there, they weren't doing any fireworks either. Correct. So. Right. Still no fireworks. There's... Like minimal pyrotechnics during the transitions between the holiday projections, um, but I would yeah. not call those fireworks. So there's no like mm-hmm. big orchestrated fireworks show at any of the parks right now. Yeah. yeah. So in our opinion, probably wait if it's your first yeah. time. That way you can have a big, amazing, extravagant Disney mm-hmm. experience, and that way you you really still in that first magical memory you have. Yeah, That's for good. sure. Or yeah. honestly, hopefully some of those things are still going to be in place as far as like cleanliness and like social kind of distancing things, but some of the other things will be back. So I don't know. I feel like it will be better after this. Oh, most definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if this was your experience at all guys, but like we, you know, we go to the park, we live here, we're there at least one, one day a week, but it's been really nice not having people like up on you on the lines and stuff. Like as long as they're actually following the markers on the ground, um, it's been really nice. Can we keep that around please? Yeah. That would be (laughs) like no butt to gut anymore. Can we just like, everyone? And all the hand sanitizers is nice, especially yeah. after like the Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger Spin or Toy Story Mania, where they there probably yeah. should have been there all along because those are really high touch rides. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've also been loving the cavalcade, so um, I don't know if you're big parade fans in general, but I really mm-hmm. hope that those cavalcades stick around because I've noticed that I I don't think I like the idea of having the pressure like in Magic Kingdom to have to be at a certain spot for a parade, especially yeah. right. during the summer when that parade was timed for the hottest part of the day. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So now like, you can do that. Oh, that sounds great. Everyone yeah. can be baking 
Unsure. Everyone's baking. And then now it's, you know, a couple of times an hour, it seems like, depending on crowd levels and stuff. If you sit on Main Street, you'll see three or four of them within an hour. And I, I like mm-hmm. it. So I don't know if you guys had a chance to see the cavalcades in the different parks and what you thought about it, but I really like them. Yeah, we did. We saw um, it was in Magic Kingdom. I, I loved it. I really liked that idea. Yeah, and especially because we were able to still see, you know, essentially the whole parade of uh, Mickey's Not So uh, Booty Ute Parade. Yeah, so, that's what it was. Yeah. Yes. So, and it was all in segments. So, we're like, at a certain time, we saw that piece. And, you know, throughout the day, we saw the whole thing. Yeah. And we we're just passing by. And it just happened to be coming there. Exactly. We didn't have to yeah. Sit there for so long. Exactly. And, yeah, it was yeah. awesome. Yeah, there's no investment like, what if time. what just go back to full parades, but they don't tell anyone any times? Any, like, it's just like, well, we don't know when Surprise. it's going to happen, but it's <laughs> You know what I mean? That'd be so nice. It would be nice. Could you imagine the line at guest relations of people who missed the parade oh, yeah. because they right. weren't told what time? I was in line at Space Mountain, and I didn't know it was starting. It's like, oh, here we go. Um, I did see you at least went to Tudo Italia, I believe, and the Hollywood Brown Derby. So what are some of the yep. restaurants you went to? Because I know not everything's open, but how was your dining experiences like? How did everything go? I thought they were great. I th- again, I think Disney's doing a, a really great job when it comes to handling with what's going on. And when it comes to like the food, everything was just like it was before. It was delicious. Mm-hmm. We just had such a really great time just having dinner. And yeah. it is, to your point, it's not crowded. So there's there's an element of peace. The second you sit down, you actually can relax. You can yes. unwind yeah. in the park and really just kind of enjoy yourself. Mm-hmm. So, And plus, the customer service is even better because they're, they're right on top of it. Yeah. There's there's fewer yeah. people there. You're going to get the best possible service you've ever had. The, uh, the first time you went to a Disney restaurant when things opened back up, I want to say it was late June, early July, because the, the resorts were open. So we ate at the Grand Floridian Cafe. And since there are obviously fewer tables available, uh, my wife, Nicole, and I were talking and we stopped for a sec and we could hear every other conversation in the restaurant, not just like noise. We heard individual sentences like this has never happened before. So we were like (laughs) being really nosy for a moment being like, oh, my God. So then we were self-conscious. like We have to talk lower so people can't hear our conversation. That would be terrible for me because the whole time I'd be like, did you hear what's going on? Yeah. (laughs) So it's picked up a little bit since then because that was like right in the very beginning. But still, we've noticed in going to restaurants uh, at Disney, it's definitely like a little bit quieter. And I feel like our food comes out a little bit quicker because obviously like the, mm-hmm. the kitchen probably isn't behind as often. So it sounds right. like you, had the, you guys had the same type of experience there. Absolutely. So did you guys decide that you're going to go back and take Caleb this time or? We're still debating it. So okay. Um, okay. Uh, we we're probably, well, at this time, we're not going to go back until next year, the yeah. two of us. Right. Um, we're probably thinking mostly... February, March will probably be the next earliest we would consider it. Yeah. Um, but probably not again with Caleb. We're just going to try to, you know, feel it out again. And once it yeah. starts getting to a point that we feel like it's still safe and everything's mm-hmm. going okay, then yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I think okay. the hardest part for a lot of people isn't so much the being here, it's the getting here. It's what's the flight going to be like exactly. if they have to fly? Is it worth it to well, try to drive instead? Home. People have to quarantine for two weeks when they get home. So yeah, it's like, well, depending on state rules. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, our state doesn't require, but we quarantine ourselves yeah. for, for two weeks, just, again, out of abundance of caution. Yeah. yeah. So um, part of this little reconnecting thing we're doing with everyone is asking um, our guests to bring a two truths and a lie about them. And I hope <laughs> – now, do you have a group two truths and a lie, or do you have individual ones? Oh, we did individual That's individual. perfect. I like that even okay. better. So let's see. if Whoever wants to go first, you want to lay out our your two truths and a lie, we'll guess. Okay. I'll go ahead. Uh, so I have – Never had a Mickey's premium ice cream bar. Oh my God, I hope that's my, not true. <laughs> my favorite ride is Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. And we've had breakfast with a celebrity. Okay, let's see. 
You've definitely had breakfast with a celebrity. I'm going to say that's true. All right. I think I have my guess. I'll wait for guests. I'm going to wait for Beth to lock in her guess. Although she looks frozen to me. Okay, there she is. Go, all right, you go first, Greg. Okay, I think that Big Thunder Mountain is, in fact, not your favorite attraction. Okay, and I'm going to say you've never had a, a Mickey Premium Bar. Big Thunder is not my favorite no, attraction. Oh, there it is. Two for two. <laughs> <laughs> now, having said that, Breakfast with a Celebrity, that's kind of a half-truth. We were in a restaurant with a celebrity next to us. That's, hey, that so I would say that. that. We made eye contact. You could hear their conversation. Exactly, most definitely. Are you going to tell us who it was? Absolutely. So we were, was it last year or was it the year before? I think it was the year before. We are at the Grand Floridian Cafe for breakfast. Was it, it Whoopi? It was Whoopi. Yes. Guess it was, was it really? <laughs> Absolutely. Hey. I just happened to know she likes to stay yeah. there. It was for um, uh, the candlelight procession. Uh-huh. So it was yeah, during yeah, that yeah. time. Okay. So. That's so funny. Very nice. The family was very nice. And I think the cool thing about everybody at the restaurant was they weren't like glomming on to where they're letting her experience her own breakfast with her family. So yeah, that's nice. Absolutely. The reason I guessed Whoopi is uh, for whatever reason, I just happened to know she stays there when she's here for uh, candlelight. But one year my mom was at the Grand Florida and she saw Whoopi go by. And then a couple of minutes later, they had like a big cake that said something, something, something Whoopi on it. So like, it's our joke. Like, oh, who'd you yeah. see at Grand Florida today? Whoopi Goldberg. So sure enough, <laughs> that's who you saw. <laughs> that was a that was a great oh. trip because we also saw Zoe Saldana as well. She oh, was there, yeah. um, so it was like celebrities left and right. Yeah, we were tripping over yeah. celebrities. Yeah, <laughs> you're like we are famous now. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> right, exactly. You're famous by association. I'm so mad at myself because my gut was the my gut was to say the Thunder Mountain thing, but I wanted to be different. So whatever. Well, then what is your favorite <laughs> ride? Yeah, what, my favorite ride is Haunted Mansion. Okay. Okay. Oh yeah. yeah. Much better I mean, option. That's the, that's the correct answer. Yes. So <laughs> okay, Mike. All right. I have never been to Mickey's Very Merry uh, Christmas Party. I have stayed the night in Cinderella's Castle. I'll kill you. So that better not be right. Okay. (laughs) My favorite Disney theme park of all time is Disney's Hollywood Studios. Oh, this is the toughest one to date. I know, because I'm like, I want to say the castle so bad, but I feel like it's true. And then we are really going to hate you. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to turn such a magical moment into hate, if that is true, but I will. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna, my gut says castle. My gut says you haven't stayed in the castle. Okay, that's her I'm really, answer. I'm really going really um, to be mad. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like you, your, your first one was that you have not been to the Christmas party, right? Correct. Correct. That is true. I've never... I, f- I think that you have not been to a Christmas party. Um, I think, oh, this is tough. I'm going to say your third answer oh. about Hollywood Studios. All right. What is it? What is it? Beth, you are correct. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I was like, dude, I'm going to hear. We're going to have to have a whole other episode of Castle saying, like, what is happening? That oh would be God. amazing. It would be right, amazing. I have never stayed in Cinderella's Castle. <sighs> said that's because I know it's super hard. It I guess, is uh-huh. very difficult. To do that. So I'm like. But I figured uh, y'all are friends with Whoopi Goldberg. So I thought maybe <laughs> there was a connection well, that's, involved. That's true. That's very true. Now, is Hollywood Studios your favorite because of Star Wars, or it is. Just... I actually okay. I, I love old Hollywood glamour and just Me old too. Hollywood. So I've always loved it, even before Galaxy's Edge moved in. Yeah. I, it was my favorite park. 
Um, do you love the citizens? Because they're my favorite. I'm for like, sure. Absolutely. Love the um, I, we actually had one come to our table, um, not this last time at Brown Derby, but I want to say maybe it was like two years ago. We had Dorma Nesman walk mm-hmm. by with her little martini glass. And she yeah. was just kind of like, uh, she was hilarious. She just hung out at our table for a few minutes. And yeah, it was, it. it was really fun. Yeah, that's great. Awesome. Well, our uh, little time window is running up here, so thanks for hanging out. Uh, What do we have in store coming up on your YouTube channel? I assume we're going to see some more videos of your trip when you were here? Yep, we've got another dining review that's probably going to drop maybe tomorrow. Um, I'm really excited about that one. I'll give you a little heads up. Well, by the time this airs, it'll already yeah, be out. Yeah, it'll but be we, out. We, um, it's our so video for check it out, TV. everyone. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Yeah, we're kind of changed up our, our format a bit. So we're doing a little bit more behind the scenes of our polished vlog. So people right. get to see a little bit more of what it's really like when, yes. we, when we make a vlog. So yeah. that's a lot of fun as well. Oh, it's a lot of bloopers. Good. Bloopers are the best part, honestly, because right. um, then we get to see that you're real people who uh, say right. and do uh, dumb things like the rest of us. <laughs> exactly. <Yeah. laughs> well, uh, thanks for hanging out with us. Again, if you're not already yeah. following uh, Steve and Mike, the Magic Dads, they are on Instagram and YouTube. We'll put your information in the episode description so people can find it easily. Happy also, New Year so to you all. Happy or Merry Christmas, Happy I should say, Christmas, and everything things. else. Absolutely. Merry Christmas. Hope you guys have a great new year. All right. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Thank you. That'll do it for part one of our Where Are They Now guest of 2020. Yeah, that was fun. I'm, I, I really enjoyed just like getting to know people more and catching up. And I really like the two truths and a lie because there were some things I didn't know about people. So why don't laugh at me? Okay, so let's right. peel the curtain back as we end this episode because we're nothing if not transparent. This is like the 14th time I've tried to just say <laughs> a coherent sentence wrapping up this episode. And Beth is just, she's laughing. Sometimes, sometimes it's just funny to see people like try to restart a sentence like, I don't know. It just makes me okay. laugh. So, oh, the... by the way, did you see my Christmas nails that I did oh, last night? Oh, I see green, red, and maybe silver. These are, it's like a, a rose gold okay. glittery. To be mm, fair, thanks. it's a webcam, so it's not exactly. Yeah, that. that's true. I also have Christmas nails, but I did my toes. That's disgusting. No one needs to be picturing Ooh, my toes. I can't you know what? I think this is it's a good, this is a perfect time to end. We'll see you all next week for part two of Where Are They Now? The Guests of 2020. May the force be with you. Bye, everyone. In my robe. The extended cut of the outro. You know it. Get it. <laughs>